What's going on, everybody? It is the motherfucking Nerd Rap Podcast. And first and foremost, salute to everybody who's been supporting the podcast and the Michael Jackson rant. At the end of the day, it's just, it just was a random rant. I don't, I don't take back anything I said. You know, minus the, you know, shit about, you know, wanting to throw the kids out the balcony. That, that was pure, that, that was me bullshitting. So, you know, again, let's not get an uproar, people. They ain't, they ain't, they ain't that deep. But anywho, um, I've been in battle rap for about a year. You know what I mean? I've been battling for about a year. And I can honestly say that my level of excitement for battle rap is pretty much gone. And I didn't expect it to be because I love the craft of it. I think battle rap has the potential just on a pure literary level to be one of the most intricately woven intellectual competitive sports. If we allowed it to be, I just think, um, um, us as a community, we sell ourselves short with battle rap. We sell ourselves short with what we accept as quality, what we accept as good or accept as bad. And, you know, we don't allow niggas to just rap. We don't allow people to just build the point. You can't just talk to a nigga. You can't have your own style. You can't be, you can't, you can't be unique because now it's like everyone's looking for that certain sound or that certain feel and everyone's chasing this feel and this energy when like the feel has to come from creating unique battles with different styles and creating unique clashes and in, in cool conversations. Letting matches actually build to make sense. Everyone's just battling to get names on their record. But in hindsight, maybe that name you want to battle so badly may not even be worth fucking battling. Like, what do you got to say to the motherfucker? I think Oreg's one of my, you know, one of my favorite battlers, but I can tell you now, I don't really got too much to say. I mean, we could bar out for three rounds. That just be fun in itself. Same thing for Av. You know, these are like just pure competition desires. Like I, I just want that type of competition in front of me. You know what I mean? And, you know, niggas wasn't joining crews all like that when I first joined battle rap. So, you know, the only crews that was allowed to operate that you came in the game with your crew and you stayed with them. To me, that was just general loyalty. Because if I came in with a click of niggas, we can't turn shit up. I'm not about to jump ship, start kicking in with some new niggas. Like, th- like this is what bad battle rap became. A bunch of click hopping, wannabe gang banging. Everybody tough. Niggas is super gangster. But none of you niggas would have been battling when niggas was locking the barbershop doors. None of you niggas was battling when I had to go on your block. Same block you work on and come kick ciphers with you. None of you niggas was battling when we be battling in the middle of Cypher. Niggas start throwing blows. And now niggas talk about going to pistol play over battle rap. Y'all wasn't involved in that. Like, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm a young dude. But, like, you know, we was we was running around, running down on niggas. where they lived at the battle. We, we was battling everywhere. We was running. Like, but them ill click niggas in Charlotte was running around terrorizing people. We'd be outside niggas' concerts, freestyling. Give a fuck about your show, nigga. Fuck your show. We gonna go outside and rap. Had a crowd out there bobbing and what we doing. My man playing beats on the scene. He made his own beats. My man Blacksmith made his own beats. So we did one one little concert these niggas is having. And it was slick fire too. So it wasn't even no hate. You feel me? It was love. You know what I mean? They did their thing on stage. You know what I'm saying? It was rocking the show. We showing them love. And we went outside. Niggas start freestyling. Showed the difference. Y'all was good on stage. But now it's on the spot. Who can rhyme? Niggas showed you the difference. Niggas freestyle. Niggas pulled writings out their ass. Niggas did everything that everybody asked for. Shaking that motherfucker. You know what I mean? We 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 went to do this little live cipher joint. We went first, nigga. We shut the room down, making a room shake, nigga. Yo, yo. Then afterwards, everyone else came up there and the crowd didn't even give a fuck. 
my man got up there, my man Quan, Soldier Savage, salute my brother. He grabbed the, grabbed the microphone, he started rapping. And then, you know what I mean? At first, he was just rapping. It's like, yo, my nigga has a real flow-heavy type of style. So you got to kind of like, it, once he catch a rhythm, he going to start playing with his cadence so crazy. Where it's like, and like, he'll freestyle for 30 minutes and just constantly switch flows. So dude started beatboxing. And once one son started beatboxing, my nigga started flipping his cadence, like on the spot. So the crowd, was, uh, it was rocking. So I'm like, yeah, like we, we, that was always our time though. Like we always had to kind of show we was good because we be in a sea full of other niggas. So that competitiveness was always on 10. So when I came in a battle rap, I'm like, well, shit, nigga, you know, I, I've always wanted to improve my writing. You know what I mean? I always wanted to, um, I always wanted to have the level of, uh, what's called variability to my skill set as an MC. Cause I'm like, how can I have a potent pen in music and not in battle rap? Cause you know, they should go hand in hand. So before I got into battle rap, I started punching. So I added more of like the general, like rap type, battle rap type punches and, and just metaphor heavy and just, uh, kind of doubling down. I kind of, my raps that I kind of changed cause I used to just really rhyme, just rhyme, generally rhyme. I actually avoided punchlines a lot because I felt they weren't too creative because I, I punchline rappers to me. Yeah. Y'all had good punches, but they couldn't really rap. So I wanted to still have a battle rapper style, but still mine at the same time. Like I'll punch and scheme, you know what I mean? Triple entendres out the ass. Like that's, that's pretty easy to be honest. Like, you know, but as I come into the culture and I'm like, I'm, I'm battling and you know, I'm new to the culture. You know, you got to put it work and a nigga like battling, you know, I don't mind that. It's just, I don't come, I, I come from, you know, when, when I was battling, it was about competition. You know what I mean? And the biggest thing with me is that, you know, I, the level of writing I be hearing from motherfuckers be killing me. You know what I mean? I heard a nigga say something about the moment they throw the coin toss, I'm going to send a headshot and you getting sent up. And they're like, yo, coin toss sent? And I'm like, bro, I, I I didn't come here to, to, to hear an elementary school's rendition of battle rap came here to hear how grown adults are rap. My issue with battle rap is is a couple fold. You know, um the competitive nature of the culture where it's a free for all isn't really there. Like you'd be surprised how many niggas get offended when you run when like I'll give you an example. Guy there's a post made about two crews of battle. It was my crew and another crew. So now everyone else is talking talk general battle shit. I smoke them niggas, niggas saying what's up Yo, man, yo, D-Show ain't getting smooth, you know what I mean? Talking my man D-Show to be on here, like, you know, me and him talking shit. We always talk about battling each other, so it's whatever. Like, I, I'm battling any nigga who said my name. That, that's why, I, that's the era I come from. If you say you can smoke me, you're going to have to show me that. You you, you, don't, you don't just run your mouth about beating me. So somebody said they're going to smoke one of my mans, and my nigga said, what's up? Homie did everything except say the battle happening or not. And at that point, I'm like, the sun started getting salty. I'm like, what are you getting mad for? And you said you'll smoke niggas. And then when niggas want to smoke, then it turns into who are you? I don't know who you are. I don't need to know you. I don't need to know none of you niggas. I don't be knowing niggas until I come to the battle. I just have rounds to just punish you. I don't be knowing niggas most of the time until I come to the battle. I don't, I don't be trying to speak to niggas for the battle. I don't be trying to give you no ammo. I'm not your man. We're not friends. Don't be calling me. Don't do nothing. The day of the battle, I'm going to call you to make sure your ass is still coming. Because if you're not coming, I'm going to stay home. That's another reason niggas duck to smoke too much. 
You know how many battles I wrote for it and be ready to go to the battle, nigga, end up not coming. Or you can't come to the battle. Then they try to offer me another nigga in the between time. Or then y'all offer me niggas that honestly just aren't that fucking good. And I mean, they came from a league with a name that's cool, but it's not a good look for me because if the battle's bad, no one's going to watch it. And that, that's, that's what niggas don't understand. That competitiveness kind of went hand in hand with battle rap because when you have that competitive nature, it's like, you have to be in front of competition for it to matter. So it's like now I just got to a point where like I'm ultra selective of who I'm battling. And it really ain't for nothing else other than I know I want to be impressed. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to be impressed. Like because most of you niggas aren't tough. So when I hear y'all try to like sell these gun bars and like, you know, it's creative and it sounds cool, but all these bows and all these stretching words and, you know, <sighs> You know, what I mean, it, 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 you know, there's a few problems I have with the culture, you know, and I got time today. You know, the stretching word shit really bothers me. And I think what happened with that um whole thing was when you had dudes like, um you know, Heartless, QP, you know, quantum physics, you know, came in the game with like heavy, potent, condensed pens. It was like, oh, shit. You know, you got they were punching heavy, you know, scheming, metaphoring to slow it down. You know, QP actually did first. You know, conceded, conceded, we fuck with you, but Q- QP did it first. And, like, sort of slow it down and all that. So, like, just this raw lyrical wizardry at the time. At the time, you know, is one of the best punches at the time. And, you know, just Sons in general with some dangerous niggas in the West Coast. It's just, you know what I mean, outside of, you know, them battling, there were reasons why niggas ain't taking them serious. But, you know, I'm not going to discredit niggas' ability. And I think going into the culture, there was, like, a kind of, like, stance against... Rabbity rap versus like street shit. You feel what I'm saying? Cause I remember how the game was before you had like grind time and then URL. When I grind time and URL, but you had the East Coast battle rap scene and a West Coast ba- battle rap scene. And I think the West Coast battle rap scene at the time was actually more popping. So you had grind time was popping. I mean, you had the big, um, scribble jams. You had, um, like awkward was like a big figure out there, disaster, you know, so. Soul Combatant in New York, but um, Dumbfounded, there you go, Dumbfounded, you had uh, Illusion Z, Tantrum, like a, like a lot of a lot of good West Coast talent, I mean, Daylight's first battles, he battled Blacksmiths, I mean, so a lot of really good West Coast dudes came out, but at the time, that wasn't the popular, like, bars in itself, like heavy metaphors, that wasn't really the popular thing. The real thing for grind time was more so personals, jokes, and just humor. So, like, you can come punching, but they'll call it filler. If you just come in the show, niggas, you could rhyme well. But it's like, so I remember um, when Awkward's battled, what you call it? Jay's Juice. I remember this was other white dude from New York. I remember Jay's Juice came. I mean, they were the two, they were the winners of the two-on-two tournament back in the day. So, the URL did not invent two-on-twos. Um, there was actually whole tournaments. Marvin Quest one was in one of them. So, um, I like, I remember it was, it was, uh, it was Freddie, it was Freddie, Freddie, Freddie Gaps or Freddie Wap or something and Jay's Juice. Yeah, it was like, it was two Italian dudes over there. I think there was from like Yonkers or something. And yeah, I mean, matter of fact, it was from Yonkers. It, it was on like on the Grind Time East Coast Division. So these guys were doing anything, you know what I mean? And I remember at that time when he, even when he battled Aqua there, it was like, you can tell that just wasn't in. Jay's Juice was barring. Like, 
that white boy came in and barring. So, but that wasn't popular. That wasn't the it factor. So when URL came in, you started getting the dudes like DNA and Cortez and Connor were getting shafted, you know, at grind time. Then you gave them a platform where this is where the real niggas can go. But then the thing is, the lyricism never went nowhere. It's just now niggas can worry about who, like the balls, like headshot and just be more creative with your approach, come at your opponent more directly. There's certain shit that you can sell here because now it's like it's an audience that's more familiar to niggas. Because at the end of the day, grind time, the Fresh Coast was largely white people. And they kind of let that be apparent every time they always came at those East Coast URL dudes, which really meant black rap, black battle rappers. If, if niggas want to be real, it really meant black battle rappers, but I digress. So what happened was you created a lane with the URL and you had other groups, you know, Seneca Case and Battle America, other groups who's coming around, who's putting together certain things, but mainly the URL. They created a big lane for, you know, upcoming in the city MCs who to get their shit off. So, you know, now all these guys are Harvard ed- educated and high school educated, but that's fine because the material hearing out these guys is like, okay, you know, this is, they come in gun bar and they come in wild energy, aggressive, like, yeah, like, this is that feel, this is that barbershop feel. So it's cool, you know, this is what, this is what you come for in the battle. So as the years goes on, you start noticing, like, there's certain styles that were developing amongst other people. You had St. Louis, you had Brooklyn, you had niggas coming from Michigan, you had niggas coming from, you know, still had a couple dudes come from the West. So it was like a healthy dosage of different styles and energies. So the, the, the ear of the, the consumer at this time, early URL, like Summer Matt, post Summer Matt and one, before Summer Matt and one, URL was, Man, you Cortez versus Tay Rock was still considered a good battle. Two one either way, debatable to this day. You know I mean you have you know Rock versus Old Red? I feel like Old Red won, but it was a good, it was a good ass battle. I mean these niggas was, these niggas were on one. So, you know the era era was filled with a good competitive matches. The era was filled with all that. I mean niggas got sent to the fifth dimension. I mean you know, but at the same time, it's like a nigga got sent to the fifth dimension. You were just on a different level. It's like a nigga didn't just come. And, and, and be able to reach and not come with three rounds. And you couldn't do that back in the day. Cause that was an instant L. Like the moment you choke, the moment you stumble, the moment you have any type of little, it's over with. So then that happens. Then, you know, once you get into the air after summer madness two and loaded lux comes and, you know, niggas don't want to admit this, but loaded lux fucked the culture up. Loaded lux fucked the culture up. Loaded Lux came into the culture choking and with incomplete rounds. He choked two times. He had a good third. Niggas said he 30 cal. That fucked the game up. Now niggas said as long as I'm the one they remember the most, you got to have more moments. No. It's not about moments, guys. But anywho, as that happens... Load of Lust comes in the game, fucks the game up. But he also shows a level of lyricism that wasn't really seen too much outside for maybe a daylight. Because at the time, daylight was doing that type of shit in grind time. Which was almost five to six years prior to that, if not more so. So, yeah, daylight fathered a lot of nigga styles, whether niggas think he be talking shit. No, nah, he's kind of he's being factual. So when y'all be trying to be super bar heavy and all that whatnot, and my man, my man, I may have in the air for you, but... That's neither here nor there. But what I will say is that what happened after that era was when Prez Mafia came to the picture. You know what I mean? 
And well, the niggas when they admitted or not, dudes like Prez Mafia, Jay Murder, the show off, they kind of brought in that first wave of PGs after um Chilla Jones and JC's classic. And I mean, these guys were good. I mean, you know, they there was a little bit of reaching, like the media, like they'll take one word and try to find three words that associate with it to say it. So you know, it's like a triple entendre effect. But it's never done to a point that it's creative. You know, at first it was. I mean, you know, show off had the media right. It was like going hit like a media right, and what they gonna what's gonna happen next? They gonna have my picture on the media right? Like, all right, that was, that was fire. I'm gonna fuck with that. I'm fuck with that. You know what I mean? It's just you know when once one player mafia was doing our range and all the other goofy shit, I was like, yeah, the game getting fucked up. Now niggas are trying to sound complicated, and I think the issue was that you had people kind of trying to emulate a level of lyricism that they're not capable of. So instead of them trying to just focus on building up their vernacular, building up doing things besides gun bars, or actually trying to rap at a general purpose, like how someone who does who writes music will, they they come into the game like, yo, well Lux, he does all these triple word plays and entendres. So I'ma do that and I'ma I'm a I'ma find the words in the words. I'ma find I'ma make a bar out of this and I'ma do this. It just turned into a bunch of bullshit to where you know, nowadays I hear Tay Rock say some shit where he catch a round at the end of the stick like a plunger, and you know what I mean? He he surprised he getting booed, and I'm like, I imagine so because some of the shit that I've heard fly, like the body hanging out of the bag, the body half halfway out the bag like a hash brown, and I'm like, yeah, it's fire until you realize that a, a hash brown is about three quarters in the bag. Oh, wow. Man, I apologize about that. Guys, they got kids. They left a mess. You know what I mean? I don't like bugs. That shit had to die. Anywho, I think I was right at with Pred Mafia and stuff. So they came in the game with the stretching words and the, you know, the triple entendres, the top of triple entendres. I actually liked the direction it was going in. I just didn't like the implementation and there wasn't somebody to sit there to see if things made sense. So now it turned into if something is a bit more intricate, it can land. But then it turned into the the opposite spectrum being like just because it's intricate don't mean that shit dope. You could go to Harvard, but I learned mine in the street. And that was always the stupidest shit in the world to basically say that I'm not going to read any more words. I'm just going to keep battling and my vocabulary is going to eventually increase instead of reading fucking books. But I digress. But so the, the culture kept going forward. Then, you know, at that point, you know, the material, the gas and you know, niggas don't understand bars no more. So, I mean, shit, the fucking our hour range and that type of shit was flying. Battle rap was getting less away from having more direct approaches, more building to a punch. And, you know, we were kind of knocking people's setups. And it, it, was, it was just to a point where the culture started demanding a particular thing. And battles, battles kind of had to get in line or what the workout. I mean, you had unique styles, had to break out, but you had to kind of go and get that battle tested. Before you really presented that somewhere, and then you had to make sure, sure you were still capable of other things to still keep the crowd. Whereas back in the day, if a nigga was just a jokester, he can do his thing as long as it was potent. You know, if you will do to use angles, you can angle as long as it was potent. You know, it was never about you doing certain things, you punching or not punching. It was always about style. And I think this generation of battle rappers really losing that aspect of battling is just having a unique presence and a unique personality with how you write. 
how you craft your material. And if you're going to be a dude that's super lyrical, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a little spice of energy, having a lot of jokes. I try that myself when I battle. I try to be a lot more humorous. You know, I used to come in and try to bar niggas, but I try to talk more shit, try to be more funny. And most importantly, I, I remember battle rap when I was growing up was about who had a more interesting approach to their opponent. So I always try to take a more creative way to attack my opponent. I never tried to use angles niggas used before. You know, things that used to, used, used to be the norm because you couldn't say another nigga angle in the battle because you would lose the battle just off that alone. You couldn't say bars that I heard before because off the point, that knocked points off. You couldn't say, you couldn't use schemes in a way that didn't land well. You couldn't just have a nice energy. You couldn't just say something that sounded good because motherfuckers, you was them C's in a room. So now it's like, that shit don't make no sense. What are you talking about? Some bullshit was left to be slide. I mean, you know, Tetanine was not uh, uh, a lyrical rapper. And we, we, we allowed him to get up there and just say the, the, the goofiest shit in the world. And niggas would cheer. I mean, but, you know, it is what it is. And then, you know, you got the, the twerks. Twerk comes in the game. And I feel once twerk came into the game, I saw where the game was going. I think his first battle was against Dougie. I think he choked in every round, but the, the part about it was Twerk was, I guess he had a more original style. It was more memorable than Dougie's, and he was the most notable breakout star at that time, Like, even though Dougie won the battle 2-1, in everyone's personal opinion. Like, he had good shit. Like, he had some dope shit, but Dougie won the battle 2-1, and I think Dougie, actually, that's kind of a shame to Dougie, because... His career, he never got the looks like that to really. I think he had a battle with J400. It didn't go so well. But, I mean, it's just the fact of, you know, he could have had a bounce back battle. It's just, do you want to go through the politics of going through years of battling niggas? You want to battle to finally get to a position that you feel you should have been if you were given the same chances as everyone else? I don't know. Maybe the Jazz, the rapper, co-sign helped twerk a lot more than people get credit for. I mean, she did vow for you to get on the league. You know what I mean? And. No, Norbs was her manager at the time, so maybe her, her 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 word hold a little bit of weight. But with Twerk, he came in the game with that. He battled Blue Easy. I think he choked in that battle too. Um, if not choked, I, I I had Blue Easy winning the battle. You know, Twerk didn't really get a clear win until QP and until Clean Paper, and then he beat the dog shit out of Clean Paper. You know, what I mean, we give you that he beat shit out of Clean Paper. That's I think that's when Twerk found himself. But at that point. There were so many other talents that were discarded after one bad showing. Tork came in a game with two okay ones, and then he had a good one. And then after that, he was choking around. He won the battle, though. He was coming around. He won the battle, though. And then, to me, it culminated with him versus Verb. Because I don't have him winning the battle. And it's just because I follow the same rules I follow. Since I came in this game, I don't care how popular you are. I don't care about your energy. Ukuleles lost in the battle to me because that was the hard. Like once I hear a hard reach that don't make no sense to me, I knock points off your round. And when I hear a couple, like I put the, the wave, I say, I what, what do you say about some? I put the lead in the grease, like he Leonidas. Lead in the grease. Let in the Greece where? Where did Leonidas lead the Greece in? In 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 into the little crevice where he battled the Persian army. I mean, led in the Greece. 
I'm. I don't. I don't. I don't remember them marching to a point in battle. So maybe that's the part. It's like I get it, but it's like, eh, because I put the lead in the grease, Leonidas. It's like I get the punch. It's like creative. It comes out of nowhere. But that's kind of like my issue with the style in itself because. As long as the punch makes sense according to the word association, it's like, yo, that was bullet. But it's like, there's no setup to it. It comes out of nowhere. It comes on top of, I have a long nerve follow you around, Pocahontas. All right, that's cool. Then behind that, it turns to lead in the grease. It's like, where does, where does that come from? And then it turns to, yo, what? Stop. And I I really need the culture to stop. The gassing is number two. Stop. Y'all will hear a nigga spit out his goddamn apple seeds and give him minimal reaction. Hear a nigga say something like, I'll slap the shit out you. The goods guy on stage and said, nigga, you look like your beard stink. What the fuck does that mean? Like you see, you see sweat stains and 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 what do you? Is there is there something in his beard? How? And you're close enough. Do you smell it? Why is that the? F- I mean, I guess it's random and funny, but T Top lost his mind in the first round. And nigga, you like your beard stink. All right, you know, cool. I like Goods, though, and, you know, Goods is, Goods, to me, always stuck to his style. He's very direct battler, and that's why I, I could poke fun at something he may say, but I, 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 I'm I, a fan of Goods in terms of how he battles and the fact that he comes on a consistent level every time. You know, niggas say he had bad battles, but he's winning. He's winning. He's not choking in rounds. He's coming with three rounds. He's coming with direct material. He's not, he, he's coming to, he's coming to play, he's not coming to play with his opponent. My nigga Torque has literally had half of his battles incomplete because he doesn't come with three rounds. Oh, y'all woke this round the day of the battle. Why are you doing this? Why? You know, you know, sometimes I don't ever finish a round to the day of the battle because you don't know what you could think of. That's, that's, that's foolish. Like, it, it doesn't take you long to think of some potent shit. I don't, I don't, I don't do that for the simple fact of when a nigga give me his name, the potency gonna come up the moment I look at your battles for a couple seconds. I got my three rounds structured and all that whatnot within two days. Then the rest of that time is prep, adding things. I may think of new punches once my rounds are done, and then now I can craft them in there, trim the fat, remove things. You give yourself a window to actually make sure you have a standout and spectacular performance. My issue with a lot of niggas is just like, after this happened, it turned into a bunch of niggas coming in the game. Like, oh, well, yeah, I choked in the second, but, you know, I got the first and third. That's not how that, that's not how that works, my nigga. You don't get to choke in the second and be like, I still got the battle easy. I just choked. My first battle, I choked in the first and in the third. Nigga, I lost. My opponent was trash, but it don't matter. He got through his rounds clearly. I didn't. I lost. Cool. Nigga say I won because I was better than him. That's fine. But I still lost. That's all right. I follow the rules I stand by. It make me feel better. 
Just fuck it, I lost. Ain't nothing. Shit, I lost due to preparation. I should have been more prepared. Shouldn't have tried to switch around rounds and, and, this, and literally in in the middle of the battle try to switch around my round, try to change some shit. So I'm, like, I'm not no mid-round freestyler. Eh? Because that fucked me up. Then the second round, I didn't have a third because I put the third first and the third in the first. So I'm, I set myself up for failure. And being ill-prepared, going against the script, not doing what you're supposed to do. So then after that, proceeding forward, every battle since, I make sure I'm well prepared. I make sure I come to rap. I make sure there's no slips and no stumbles in three rounds. I think I stumbled well at the time with Finesse Queen, but more so because as I was trying to get in my round, Shorty's like putting her face while like close to mine and my girl here. She's like, she's super short. So she's like, she's putting her lips to my face. To the point, I'm like, yo, I'm, you know, I'm an aggressive nigga as is, so I'm trying to bark, and she's putting her face directly in front of mine, I'm like, I'm trying to, alright, I'll move back, she's trying to push me away from her, then the judge is like, oh, stop, stop, you know, ain't no touching, I'm like, but, she, you know, this, this bitch salty, like, I ain't put my hands on her until she starts trying to push, push off me, and I'll battle everybody the same, but, I choke, you know what I mean, I stumbled, I had stumbles, you know what I mean, I didn't get through the round too clearly, and, you know, so, to me, I lost the second round, of all battle rap rules. Now, the first, the second, you know what I mean? I did my numbers, but that's still a blemish to me because, like, damn, my nigga, that was three crazy-ass rounds. I got through them three rounds smooth. Oh, that that just been a dirty 30, you feel me? And I, I can't be mad. I can't be mad if a nigga say I lost or a nigga say whatever. Well, I lost third because I wasn't prepared. I, I didn't come to do what I was supposed to do. But this culture now is babysitting these niggas. This culture now is allowing motherfuckers to come in ill-prepared to duck battles. I mean, half these niggas to be ducking, ducking battles, taking a check and leaving, not showing up to a battle, get their name put on the fly to never pop up. Don't be motivated. You're just accepting a battle because you don't want to seem pussy. Believe me, I turned down a lot more battles than I have. If I'm not motivated, I'm not battling. If I don't feel I want to battle you just on the basis of you don't motivate me to put pen to paper. I'm not gonna battle you. I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I'm not in the. I'm not kind of. I'm. I'm kind of getting out of the wave of just. Yo, I just want to battle and try to get my name up. I, I kind of don't care. Like I want a nigga to challenge me, like to be a challenge to me in terms of his skill set, his abilities. Hell, if it's a goddamn woman, I don't care. Truthfully, shit. These women be having more balls to battle than these niggas. They they they, they like salute. That, that's another thing in the game. It's like we still play this game of certain people aren't as good. Or meanwhile, we let niggas dress like goofballs and reach and stretch words and and use quotes that don't make no fucking sense. I mean, it's nothing new. I mean, Austin will say he opted he 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 opted to the prime leader with leader Decepticons. So I mean, niggas can just say whatever the fuck that sound good and it'll fly because the rest of the crowd, you know, may not be the most educated neither. And that shouldn't be a blemish to the culture. It should be oh, you gotta adapt to your crowd. But then after a point, the Fan base has to elevate as the skill gap and the skill set of the MCs elevate. You know, it shouldn't be, oh, man, I'm tired of you niggas using triple entendres. Well, then you're tired of this era of battle rap. Stop watching it. But if you're going to watch the battle rap now, you kind of need to keep up because these niggas are putting in the pain to write unique shit, to use these obscure references. Because battle rap in itself is niche culture. Niche culture and battle rap go hand in hand. So all types of niche properties have a home in battle rap. Because it's already niche. Why do you niggas want us to be generic in a niche culture? 
Why do you niggas want us to be so monotonous and hammer burst, gun bar, I got the nine. And then most of you niggas are pussy. Cold weenies. Like my nigga like my nigga Bill Collector said. Niggas be cold weenies trying to sell this gangster image through these bars to make up for the fact that on a purely lyrical level, they're mediocre and subpar. So they gotta do other factors and add other things, get personal, bring up niggas' children. You know what I mean? I don't want this to be like I'm taking shots at Twerk, because I actually think Twerk's talented. I just think Twerk is nice. It's really more so of an era he kind of ushered in. And it's really not a fault of his. It's really the URLs and other leagues of a similar vein who push these artists. You know what I mean? And they push these artists into the forefront. But their their track record's so shoddy. But meanwhile, I don't remember you shitting on niggas saying, man, I can't eat this summer madness shit. When half the car choked. Shotgun Shoe came with a first and nothing else. I mean, O'Reilly wasn't his fault. He lost his voice. So, I mean, O'Reilly lost his voice. So, he came to rap. He had his round down. He lost his voice. Then, you got Twerk coming up there. And all he had was the first round. It's disrespectful. You know what I mean? And, and you know, Twerk is doing better, though. Like, I, I I don't want this to be like I'm sending shots at him. He just, he's like the clearest example. And and even with him, an example, it's not his fault because he comes with dope material. He comes pushing the envelope. And he comes with, you know... You know, I may not like his style, but I'm not going to lie. I like the man don't have some very creative and unique ways to get to his material and the transitions he uses. Like you can tell he generally loves the actual craft of the culture. Like a, a lot of the Goonie guys have a real intricate way of putting stuff together. I may not like Jack Boy neither, but I can appreciate what you guys are trying to do. But there's also a healthy amount of critique that needs to come into the culture in general. Because there are things that y'all have normalized as being, yeah, that's the weave. When it's like, that's y'all wave. This shouldn't be the standard of the culture. This shouldn't be how the culture... Like, I'm noticing niggas mimicking his style now. I'm noticing Rum Neely doing a lot more hand motions and niggas are getting louder to the punch and, you know, the setups kind of aren't mattering versus the actual line in itself setting up the bar. And now, like, I'll hear Torque really be spazzing now. It's like the setups get a lot more creative. And it's, so it's like, word, you know... You know, when outside of the reaching or whatnot, homie can really write. And that's that's the thing you can appreciate the most. I just feel I just feel now nowadays nowadays with battle rap is just boring me, man. Like I don't really watch battles no more because most of the battles happen and don't even make no fucking sense to happen. Like Loaded Lux and Averb, I like the battle, truthfully. I thought it was a good battle. The culture said it's trash. And that let me know where the culture is. Like Av was dope, you know what I mean, he did his thing, but we don't allow niggas to just be MCs no more. Niggas tend to get up there and have, like, points to make and talk to a nigga, and, and, and I don't have to talk about pistol popping for the entire round, because that's goofy. They'll call you boring, but we're adults. Like, how are the grown men supposed to battle rap? And we, we call this a young man's sport, but the pioneers of the game and the dudes who got the talent aren't, they're, they're older too. You know, Av is in his 40s. And that's not even a shot. Because the nigga still got it. Like, you still got the gift. The gift ain't going nowhere. The gift is honed. You've been honing this gift for a long time. That nigga's a fright train. So, naturally, naturally, having a thing against someone being older in the culture is foolish. And then, to just invest in, yeah, we need new young talent. I mean, you young talent is dope. We need somebody new to push forward because they're the next generation. I get it. But that has nothing to do with kind of like abandoning the old generation in that same respect, they should still 
you know what I mean, still be able to compete on this level, especially when a lot of them are still lyrically at, on the A-game. I just feel the shift in the culture of what we think is dope and what we allow, what we don't allow, the gassing behind niggas, this, this trolling Facebook shit these goofy niggas be doing, talking shit, making fake posts, getting personal, bringing up family names. It's goofiness, man. It's goofiness. Just to get to the battle, niggas' balls be trash. Niggas' slick don't got shit to say to you, but they ran their mouth up and down, talk shit to you, you know, posted pictures, goofy shit. You feel what I'm saying? This that's not what the culture was. This what the culture was when when nigga was in the barbershop, you say some slick shit about my mom, I just slap the shit out you. So if you wanted to say that type of shit in a battle, you just had to be prepared for whatever problems came with it. So if I decide to bully a nigga on stage, there's a certain level of we can do whatever you want to do. Not because I want problems, but I come from that. Where yeah, like we used to battle niggas we we don't like. Like I remember we we went in high school, we was about to battle. This one kid, we was doing a little cypher, and he just ran in our cypher and started rapping. So, shit, them niggas had a cypher, we just bogarted they shit. Like, shit, you interrupted all, fuck y'all niggas. So then I think dude said something about, oh, something about, oh, yeah, nah, you went did nothing, I stole you. So my brother ran up on him, like, steal me. What? What? what, what? You feel what I'm saying? Like, niggas, niggas play this game, like, we, 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 we come to rap. Like, you know, niggas, niggas used to come to rap, but, bro, I'll beat your ass out here. And I, I think that's the, and I, I don't I don't like that energy in battle rap. But I think honestly, I do feel like some of you niggas do. We need to do set up like little boxing shits in battle rap sometimes. Cause a lot of the shit y'all do is not battle rap. A lot of the lot of little attitudes y'all have is not battle rap focused. A lot of y'all don't have the general discipline to be in this culture and to be in this culture and understand that it's a purely lyrical sport. Niggas don't know to put the eagles to the side. We haven't made it we haven't made people held accountable for irreprehensible actions. We haven't held people accountable for doing certain things and, 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 and having certain mentalities and, and making certain comments or have certain behaviors. We really haven't, we really haven't, um, I, I just don't know. I, I think there's so much more that could have been done with the culture. There's so much more. Like we could have, we could have had like themed events, you know, like, I remember when they had it on URL, niggas, when they had it on BET, niggas was mad. But honestly, that was probably the best thing to kind of make y'all get out of the realm of being able to speak so freely in terms of, oh, yeah, y'all got to watch your language. That actually makes that forces you to expand your vocabulary. That forces you to expand the approaches you take since you can't be so graphic with the material you have. And prime example, that's one of the best T-tops. That's some of the best T-top shit when he battled the soccer. To this day, I still watch Bridge versus Dot. To this day, it was it, it was so you could be, you, you could tell because of the limited. It's like once you put someone and give people a certain restriction to one thing, they realize how many of the other options they have to get around it. Not as much cursing, not as much profanity, and now people gotta focus on the bars. You don't have a crutch to be like, I got to call you a bitch or, or say a curse word and just kind of like spike the energy. No, you have to just write well, very well. And what, what, I, what, I, what, I, what I never understood is that why are people scared of judges? Why are people scared of the standard of battles being judged? I know why, because I don't want your material to be critiqued. Y'all don't want people to actually critique y'all shit to see if it makes sense. Y'all don't want to be y'all don't want this to be critiqued by your general audience. That's why y'all saw Total Slaughter that it was bored by a lot of you niggas battling. 
You know what I mean? And, and rightfully so. I mean, granted, you know, that that kind of hurt Big T. And I feel Big T really gets shafted the most. And that's another thing. I don't even, I'm, I'm just going to go on a rant on that. That's not even a rant. It kind of relates to overlooking certain things. Big T, to me, has always had one of the most potent pens I've heard in a while. When he battled Jack Boy Maine, I had him winning 2-1. It's my personal opinion. I feel like Jack, the first is debatable. I feel like um, Big T clearly got the second round. I just like Big T's third more. And the Antichrist line was cool. But to me, it was really simple. It was, it was uh, I put T, put T upside down at the Antichrist. And that's hard until you, you know, look at a T. Now, a lowercase T, cool. But it's kind of a reach, the same token, because a cross and a T are not. I, I digress. Long story short, um, I like the line. It was like it was simple. Like I, it, there was no, there was no lead into it. It just came out of the blue. Then the fishy, the fishy bars and the, the, uh, it's like uh, bunny, bunny ears behind my head. Bow. What, what, what luck is that? When I have your foot around my neck, and like I get it because you know bunny ears for good luck. But at the same time, it's, it's, you know, why would Big T's not a rabbit? So. It, it, he's not a rabbit, so why would his foot around your neck be? And then when you you say that type of shit, they're like, "Oh, you're thinking too hard." No, I'm thinking, and that's that's part of the problem. And I, we were having we're having moments, we're, we're having moments in battle rap where like a nigga say a bar don't make no sense, and then give you valid reasons, and it just turns into you're thinking too much. What am I supposed to do in a written art form? And th- maybe that's my biggest problem is that. It seems like there's almost like a, a, a underlying thread of a shot at intelligence. Like, there's literally a group of niggas in this culture who don't like smart niggas. And I don't even mean smart niggas like Jimmy Neutron smart niggas. But the moment a nigga start throwing multi-syllable words around, you're instantly described as a rabbity rap nigga. Why? Maybe, you know, I don't like punchlining for three straight rounds. Maybe it's redundant. Maybe just having random punches that can go to anyone's boring. It bores me. As a writer, it bores me. It's boring. Niggas will bring up me. I mean, I draw comic books. I mean, I'm bald. I have a hairline that looks like fucking Super Saiyan Vegeta. And all. And, and niggas have shit to talk about. I hope niggas ain't scared to talk about it. I don't understand. This, this culture's boring me. It's just boring, man. It's, it's just, it's not doing, it's not doing for me what it used to do back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, I used to battle my homies, you know, and it was purely like, who's the nicest, who's better? And we constantly were competitive. We'd go in the booth, see you got the better verse. And it was constant, it was constantly competitive to the point that now I'm just sitting here like, I come in the game now and niggas be trying to duck smoke. Niggas be trying to avoid battles. You know, motherfuckers uh, talk shit to everyone else that they feel they want to battle versus trying to see who they think is the nicest. And and to me, it's just like, it is what it is. To me, it just, it is, it, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not, this, I'm just not excited for battle rap no more. It just, sorry for this long rant, but I'm just not excited no more. 
So, I mean, I'll, I'll battle a nigga if I think he nice. And I'm going to come at you 150%. That's just, I, I just got that. So I got that level of discipline where I'm not, I'm not sleeping on no one. I'm going to take you dead ass serious. So that is what it be. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm kind of disillusioned with the culture. You feel me? But it is what it is, man. Hey, salute to anyone who listens. Salute to the podcast, man. Appreciate it. And yeah. And you know, I, I saw DNA's interview on it. And on this topic, and it kind of helped me like, all right, you know, I feel this way too, but you know, I just wanted to get a little more in depth. You know what I mean? Then I, you know, we're di- I'm not DNA, so there's a different angle that I'm going to look at it to where the game just feels watered down right now. Like it just feels, it used to be about raw lyricism. Like you came in here, like Mickey Fax came in to battle DNA, and I'm like, why are niggas acting like, I mean, DNA did real good. Like I like what DNA did. Like DNA is one of those guys, I actually like what DNA do when he on 10. I feel like him versus Big Cannon is woefully slept on as one of the worst ass whoopings to a very talented, like Big Cannon, Big Cannon came cooking. He just didn't have enough for DNA. DNA came on a different level. And it looked almost like, yo, I can see why y'all talk shit about this boy. Y'all brag him, oh, he don't get bitches, this, then, the third. But it's like when y'all get in the ring with this man, yeah, y'all. It might be, it might be trouble. So, you know, at the end of the day, Nerd Rap Podcast, we out.